What's happening, guys? Welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. morning. Uh, so I got a little allergy happening with my voice, so pardon me throughout the morning. <sighs> Just trying to keep a voice a little bit. I was doing some iHeartRadio music festival stuff yesterday, and they had me yelling, and I was like, guys, this is not good. I shouldn't be yelling. We are doing this really cool video wall thing with fans so they can watch their favorite artists up close. And I'm like, how are you guys doing? I could just feel it going. I was like, I got one take in me, guys. And so I'm here just trying to get through the week. Once a year, though, I get hit hard. Never get sick with it, but it just slowly goes away. So if this is the worst it gets, I pray. Dear God, it's Bobby here. Please <laughs> don't let me lose it. This is how I work. So I got this thing going on. That happened. I'm dealing with that. We got the mail yesterday came. And missed the post, the, the guy again, to drop off the dog stroller. Oh, boy. Because my girlfriend ordered a, a stroller for the bulldog. I was never really on board with it, but I don't care that much to fight it, right? And she bought it. I didn't pay for it. She bought it. And so he left a note that said, hey, if you want it, you need to come get it now. I've tried a few times. So I take the note, and she doesn't know. And I was like, I'm just going to go pick it up. Aww. We just ripped the Band-Aid off, right? <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go do the thing. So I, I go into the post office, and I go in, and it's right as the post office is closing. I have my mask on. I'm like, <laughs> and he's like, what? I said, uh, this is what we need to get the number on it. He, this, he brings this box. It is huge. Oh, boy. And I, I'm driving a car, and I'm like, there's no way this box is going to fit in my car. And also, I don't really want the contents of the box. I'm just, it's all not going my way. So I got the I'm, I'm awkwardly carrying this humongous box out to my my car. It won't fit in the back seat. It definitely won't fit in the trunk. And I'm like, well, what am I gonna do? So I take my seat and I move it all the way up, and it almost fits. Then I take it and I lean it forward to where I'm bent over forward, and it barely fits. <laughs> You're driving home. All <laughs> so I drove home, pushed up and bent forward. And so I got home, and she still didn't know I picked it up. And I go and I had to get a knife, and I cut it open, the, the top of the box. And, I, and, it, and then it's all in different pieces. <gasps> oh, it's not no. even put together. And so I drag all the pieces inside the house, and I'm like, I'll put this together later. And so it was, it was the evening, and she comes out. She's like, what is that? I was like, this is the stroller. She was like, oh, wow, thanks for getting that. So I go over just to do some work stuff in the little studio, and I come back, and she has built the, the stroller herself. And so she's like, all right, here we go. And so she puts the dog in it who wants, I mean, he jumps out of that thing. I mean, she, <laughs> as soon as he, maybe it's because I walked up and he was just excited because uh, Adam Hambrick was doing a thing and he saw us and he jumped out of it. But it's, a, it, I don't know if it's going to work. I mean, well, that dog has got to like really want to stay in there and he's just so intrigued by things around him and he can jump out of it so easy. And it wasn't, a, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. And then I worry about Stanley jumping from out of a stroller. Like He'll be fine with that. He is? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. He'll be fine with that. Bulldogs. Can you strap him in like a baby? I think I said, what are you going to do if yeah. he jumps out? And she goes, I'll strap him in. <laughs> so she already has her plan. But we got a dog stroller yesterday. That's the big news around the house. Cute. You never had to do strollers, huh? No. Because you, when you adopted your kids, they were older. Yeah. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Keep me posted. I will. I'll give you all the details. Let me know if you have any recommendations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The car seats. <laughs> Skyler in Florida is on. Skyler, what's happening? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Wow, it's weird to hear it live. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we didn't even yell because we're just used to hearing voicemails. Hey, do that again, Skyler. <laughs> Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. There you go. What can we do for you? 
So I'm 20 years old and I'm starting nursing school. I actually started today. And I was wondering if you had any advice for like making friends through Zoom, especially with older people, because there's a lot of older people in my class and we're just like doing well in nursing school in general. Boy, nurse, I have so much respect for someone that wants to get into nursing because you're definitely not doing it for the big payday. And you're doing it because your heart's just in a place of helping others. And, you know, it's not a glamorous job, but thank God you'll do it. Because, Scott, I, uh, nurses and teachers, obviously, you know, military and police officers and firefighters. But, man, I put that in that category, don't you? Oh, for sure. Like, thank nurses. God somebody will do it because mm-hmm. I don't have it. No. Whatever that is, that you, I can white poop off somebody. If somebody came in, <laughs> there's just no way. Right, and they do that every yeah. day. Probably. Depending, I just, there's just no way. Like, I go in and my nurses have to deal with me sometimes. And I'm like, oh, man, I feel bad, so bad for you. So, Skylar, first of all, this is just us appreciating the, the life that you are going into, okay? So, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, and your question is, how does she acclimate into Zoom? Amy, do you want to go on this one? Well, I, haven't, I don't have any expertise in this. Uh, I think we should talk post-Zoom life because I think now it's just tough for everyone. There's really not going to be any sort of acclimation right now. Because everyone's semi-isolated. Even at work, we're not as close as we used to be. I would just say whenever it starts to open up a little bit, you find things in your town. And for me, like uh, walking dogs, for example, if you love animals, you go and you walk dogs once a week. You're going to meet people that also like walking dogs, which means they're going to have a like-minded sensibility. And this is just in general. If you go and do something, get out of your, your, your at-home area and you go and you volunteer or you're in a league and you do something that you like, the other people coming to that area are people, they like it too, so you're kind of like-minded. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, I think that's good advice. We're not, I don't, the Zoom thing isn't going to be forever. God, we hopefully. So if it ends up being that, then you can call us back. I got this, <laughs> this like, growth. Can I get on Zoom and show this to you, Skylar? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, what what are you specializing in nursing-wise? I want to do pediatrics, I think, but I'm not quite sure yet. So, so how do you make your decision if you're not sure yet? Like, what, what will be the factors? We're doing, like, a clinical rotation starting next semester. Mm-hmm. For the next six semesters, we do different, like, um, specialties. We get to decide. You know, my cousin was a nurse for a while, and she would have to, when she was training, she'd have to, you know, get people to say, hey, you can give me blood. Like, they volunteer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have your shots and learn how to give blood, take blood from me. And she had to do it in the knuckles. Oh, oh weird. Like as a last resort. Did you ever have to do that, Skylar? I mean, I haven't done any of that yet, but I don't know. I might have to. Mm. Yeah, the needles will be tough. Well, for yeah, because if they don't, if it doesn't, a lot of times people can't find my veins in my arms. And if that's the case too, or they need an IV, they do it right in that yeah, knuckle hand area. Oh. I got pretty good veins though at this point. I know exactly where to go to cause me the least amount of pain. And I will direct them there, too. I've had where to get a lot that? of tests with my brain recently. Uh, left arm, um, right below the elbow bend okay. on the inside. I'm like, that's the spot, baby. <laughs> I should get a Sharpie and exit before I go in. Uh, okay, here's what we're going to do. Skylar, I don't know if we helped you with that. I think our advice is don't put the pressure on yourself to have to create a bunch of friends on Zoom because nobody really is. So don't put that unfair <laughs> pressure on yourself. But then whenever it's time to actually start meeting folks, find things that you like and there'll be other people that like that too and you're pretty like-minded. You, okay. Is that good advice, Amy? Yeah. No, I think it's good. And I think maybe even organically, if you're not putting pressure on it, some friendships may develop in your Zoom class. But you, sh- you don't need to put pressure on yourself to make that happen. Here's what I'm going to give you, Skylar. I'm going to give you a $100 Walmart gift card. Oh, my gosh. Plus a Walmart photo gift, which I've 
declared it will be Amy's pillow. We have a, a <laughs> oh. pillow with Amy's face on it. Oh, nice. awesome. And so you can go and do whatever you want at Walmart with this. Walmart Photo invites oh, you to goodness. stay connected to the ones you love by making beautiful prints, photo books, and wall art from your favorite photos taken during the time that you've spent at home. And so I'm going to send you an Amy pillow. I understand you like Amy's Four Things podcast. Did you listen to the, yeah. Out, the Outweigh series? Uh, yeah, I have an eating disorder that went undiagnosed for years. So hearing about people who've also gone through that, which is amazing. And I love that series. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad. That's why we did it. Well, we're going to do season two later this year. So Awesome. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. Okay, Skylar. Uh, take our advice, and we're going to send you a pillow, and we're going to send you a $100 gift card, and then your life should just be better. All those things will make your life better. Thank you so much. All right. Hold, hold on the line, Skylar, and we'll get you hooked up, okay? Uh, thank you. All right. Bye-bye. The ongoing debate here on the show is, can you put antlers in your house if you didn't kill it? This is, you know, Caitlin and I have been having this debate. So Lunchbox called two different Bass Pro Shops and a furniture store to see what they thought about the debate on the show. Is it okay to hang an animal on the wall that you didn't kill? Now, again, if it was from another country and people didn't think I killed it, I'd be okay with hanging it. Just not like a buck. Because I'd be like, look, you killed that. I didn't. We bought it. I don't want that to happen. Okay, here we go. Here's call number one. Hunting firearms can help you. I got a question for you. So my buddy's girlfriend and him, they moved in together, and they want to decorate their house, and she wants to put up a rack. She wants to buy it, and his argument is, if you don't kill it, you can't put it on your wall. And I'm calling the expert because I need to get your opinion on the matter. I mean, it's just a matter of personal preference, really. I've, I've got a few things on my on, in my house that I didn't kill. I've, I've got a bear mount that I didn't kill. I've got a... An elk mount that I didn't kill, that I got, I acquired it fairly cheaply, and I, I just decorate with that kind of stuff. But you do have stuff you did kill, right? Because they're going to have... I've got a ton of stuff I did kill, <laughs> but I got a few things that I didn't kill. You know, there's a bunch of stuff in here, and Johnny Morse didn't kill one of them. <laughs> but there's a ton of stuff in here, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, You know, my wife likes that kind of decoration, so whatever. That's pretty cool. Well, thank you so much for your time, yep. man. I, I really you, do appreciate it. Yeah, you. what radio station? Uh, we're called the Bobby Bone Show. Yeah, tell them tell him Brad said it's okay. No Bass Pro in Pearland. <laughs> okay, I will. What Bass Pro is that? Bye-bye. Right, Pearland, right, Texas. Bye. All, right, all right, Brad of Pearland, Texas. All right, here is another Bass Pro shop. Hunting Farms now to help you. I got a question for you. So my girlfriend and I, we just moved in together and we're doing decorating and she wants to put a big old rack on the wall. The only problem is neither of us have a rack to put up there. So she wants to buy a rack. Would you ever put something that you didn't kill on your wall? Eh, not really, just because that I think that's being a little lazy about it. But uh, you, it, it's not un, unheard of. There's plenty of people that do. Plus two, I'm gonna put it up. If I'm gonna put it up, it's because I I'm proud that I got it. Yeah, you don't want to show off someone else's work. Yeah. All right. I, I figured the people at Bass Pro Shop had all the answers, so that's why I call you. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, man. All right. One final one. He calls a furniture store to ask the same thing. Decorating here. Furniture. I got a question for you. So my girlfriend and I, we just moved in together, right? And we're decorating the house. We want to put a big rack on the wall. She says it's okay if we go and just buy a rack. I told her we got to go out and kill the animal to put the rack on the wall because you don't want to put someone else's work up there. Well, I probably 
would not hang it unless I killed it. If you went over to your your boy's house and he, oh yeah, I bought that one. What would you think of him? Oh, I mean, I would I would give him hell definitely. <laughs> what you got to do is come up with a good lie to go with it, and then then nobody knows. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So de- de- okay, bud. Yeah. So your 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 vote is that you got you got to you got to kill it. You got to kill or it, or you're man. a wimp. Pretty much. All right. Okay, bud. Bye bye. All right, there you wow. go. <laughs> what are your thoughts after I just calls? had no idea that this was a thing. You're the f- first person I've ever heard of that feels that way, but I guess it's, you're the first person I've talked about it in that way. Because we've had racks up in our house that my husband didn't kill, but we don't hunt. He didn't grow up hunting. Right, which so, I did, so I know the culture of it. Right. So I guess I get it now. I, You might be winning me over. Nice. That's what I like to but do. But not all the way. Like, yeah, yeah. Again, I'm okay with far other country, right? Yeah. You know. Okay. I don't know. What, 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 elephants. I guess not elephants. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 some of the ACM Awards performers include Miranda Lambert, Old Dominion, Tim McGraw, Kelsey Ballerini, Marin Morris, plus a duet from Thomas Rhett and John Party. It all goes down September 16th on CBS. Riley Green is releasing an EP on September 11th called If It Wasn't For Trucks. Congratulations to Mickey Guyton. She announced that she and her husband Grant are expecting their first child. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. There was some flooding in New Jersey, and the police get a call around 1.15 a.m. This guy was driving when all of a sudden water just whoosh, engulfed his car, and he was stuck. So two troopers show up, and they're like, oh, man, we got to get that guy out. The car's going to get swept away. They have their body cam footage, and they go out in the water, and they pull the guy from the vehicle. Crazy. And, and they're all okay. They're all okay. And he's okay. Okay, but the car got swept away. You know what? They make more cars. Yeah. They don't make more folks. Well, I guess they do, but not the same folks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Dallas, Texas. The North Texas Poison Center has issued a statement. Guys, bleach does not kill corona. The month of August alone, 46 people have come in because they drink bleach mm. trying to kill corona. I thought surely we cleared this up a few months ago. Mm. You know? <laughs> what do you mean to do? Launch into a hole or just go? That's an idiot. You pick. But they said August is their highest month so no, no, far. You pick. What would you like me to do, Amy? You make, you make the call. Just bonehead. All right, Lunchbox, wrap it up. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. It's time to play Elder versus Millennial. Eddie, the oldest, against Morgan, number two, the youngest, answering questions about each other's generations. All right, let's introduce our players. Let's go over to Eddie first. He's a dad of four. It's hard to do this with a broken voice. (laughs) I bet it is. The Hispanic who don't panic. He's a friend to you and me. And he's back in the studio, corona-free. That's right. It is producer Eddie, everybody. Yeah! His, abo- his opponent, she runs our digital. She's blonde and ambitious. She loves food. That's delicious. She's single and ready to mingle. It's Morgan number two. Woo! Yeah. A little less passion because I got allergies here. All right, Eddie, you have three questions, and they'll have to do with Morgan's generation. All right, let's do this. To do this means to smile with your eyes. Tyra Banks taught the models how to do it on America's Next Top Model. What is it? 
want to smile with your eyes to do um to do this means to smile with your eyes killing them <laughs> with sight what that's incorrect <laughs> What is it? Morgan? That's a smize. It's a smize. Oh. That's right. Smile eyes. Never heard smize. Of that. Eddie, what's the name of actor Rupert Grint's character in the Harry Potter movies? Okay. Okay, there's Harry Potter. Wait, say that again. What's the name of the actor Rupert Grint's character in the Harry Potter movies? Okay, he's the redhead, I think. Right? Hermione. I know Hermione. I know Harry. I know... Uh, Boldedorf. Not a guy. Moldedorf. Okay. Um, Sam. So you went from Moldedorf, who's Dumbledore, right? Dumbledore. <laughs> to Sam. Okay. Uh, that's incorrect. Morgan, what do you think? Ron Weasley. Correct. Ron. I was way off on that one. All right, Eddie. Okay. 41 years old, oldest. Okay. Mm-hmm. Young questions here. Obsessively reading social media posts about a bad situation especially in the context of the coronavirus pandemic. It's called what? Um, dwelling. No, not it. Morgan, do you know that one? I don't know if it's the same definition, but trolling? No, incorrect. It's actually doom scrolling. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, well, I got nothing. Good. You guess, yes. Uh, the, uh, the score is uh, Morgan 2, Eddie 0. Morgan, over to you. All right. These are questions about Eddie's generation. You're 26 years old. Here you go. Paul Rubens turns 68 years old today. He's best known for playing what comic fictional character? Paul Rubens, 68. Who do you play? Paul Rubin. Don't know. I've ever heard of him. Um, but he played a comedic character. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, Seinfeld. Incorrect. <laughs> Eddie DeSteel. I believe that's Pee Wee Herman. That is correct. <laughs> you ever heard of that? <laughs> yeah. Never would have put the two together, though. Hey, Morgan, what 80s fashion trend was inspired by the movie Flashdance? Here is a hook of Flashdance, What a Feeling. What, feeling. what 80s fashion trend was inspired by the movie Flashdance? Another movie I do not know, but it was in the 80s. And I think... That was when leg warmers came around. Or it was the the one suit, um, tight one suit kind of thing. Like a unitard? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, mm, leg warmers. You go on leg warmers over unitard. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Like leotard is two, so. right? Una is one. Una is one. Yeah. Uh, you say leg warmers. The answer is leg warmers. Wow, oh, man. Final question. In the 80s, if you turned on your TV and you saw Tootie, Blair, and Natalie, what show is that? I don't think that was nice. In the 80s, if you saw Tootie, Blair, and Natalie, what show? That 70s show? Incorrect. Interesting. <laughs> In the 80s, that 70s show. <laughs> Eddie? I don't know. I know this. I, I'm going to guess Family Ties. Is uh-huh. 2D and Family Ties? No. Here's the theme song. Here you go. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the backs, backs of life. Backs of life. Backs of life. Dang it. It doesn't matter, though, because Morgan number two is the winner, Woo! winning three to one.
Congratulations, Morgan. Thank you, thank you. Feels crushed good. It. Crushed it this morning. Sorry, Eddie. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> really a piss poor performance. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Eddie, about how old is your youngest foster kid? He is uh, one, almost two. He'll be two in a few months. Have you heard how Eddie was shamed? Uh-uh, no. What happened? Okay. I'm gonna not going to say anything and let you decide how you feel about this. Okay? Tell Amy what happened. <laughs> so weird. So we've been wanting to get a tricycle for the foster baby. So I call a place by my house, and I ask if they have a tricycle there for sale. And they say, yes, we do. It's a pink one. I say, oh, okay, now forget it then. Do you have any other colors? And she goes, well, why? And I said, well, because, well, I just don't want a pink one. Well, can I ask why? I said, well, it's a boy, and I just would prefer another color. That's it. She goes, well, you know, boys can have pink tricycles, too. And I was like, okay, I, I think you're right, totally. But <laughs> I want a different color for my son. And she said, okay, well, that's up to you. But the tri- the pink one's here. If you want to buy it, your choice. I said, I will pass. Thank you very much. What do you think about that situation? I mean, I don't think it's any of her business what color he wants to buy. So I would never make a customer feel uncomfortable. That's not my job. I guess what I felt was your kid's not even two. He's not going to know the difference. You won't even know the difference. Yeah, You're so absolutely why don't right. you just get the pink one? If, and even spray paint it if he, de- <laughs> yeah. if he doesn't like pink. <laughs> There's exactly just so many options here. I get it, guys. I get it. And the point of that story, though, is not that what I could do to the bicycle to make it okay. I just don't want the pink one. And the fact that she came to me and was like, you know, boys can drive pink bicycles too. And I'm like, that's not the point. I don't want it. <laughs> well, yeah, but you don't want it because it's pink. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you don't think boys can ride a pink bicycle. It's just, if you gave me the choice, that's not what I want for my But she's not my. giving you a choice. She, she said really, that's the only one. She wasn't giving me a choice. She so said, what are your thoughts about my son who's 10 who got a hand-me-down bike from his big sister that's pink and black? Mm. You can spray paint that thing? No. I mean, the handles are like rubber and they're pink and I, there's nothing I can do about it. But I didn't wasn't going to go buy a whole new bike when that one, yeah, she Eddie. outgrew it. <laughs> yeah, And Eddie. it's like talk. perfectly. Well, I don't know. Now I'm like, is Eddie judging my son? Like, No, I'm not judging your son. I, what I'm wondering though, like your son's old enough now to like, does he care that it's pink? Oh, we, I don't know. He doesn't, he didn't grow up with the whole, I mean, growing up in an orphanage in Haiti, they didn't really associate pink and blue with boy girl i mean that's a conditioned thing that we do here so pink used to be an extremely masculine color yeah. Did you know that you can undo that eddie get yeah. the pink tricycle or be like me just be colorblind and everything rocks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't matter what color it is it's just, everything's great bones we didn't want to tell you but everything you wear is pink right now yeah, okay <laughs> no another question about this and this is series too because i don't know how my husband would feel but like say your son was able to pick it out and he picked out the pink one but that's fine. That's what he wants. Totally. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Why not let him see if he likes it and wants it? Yeah. Bones, honestly, he wouldn't care what color. Right. That's, that's, <laughs> that's my point that's from the beginning. I know, and I walked right into it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is I didn't want the pink one, and it's none of this lady's business to tell me which one I should buy for my son. So did you go get another one somewhere else? Yeah, absolutely. And I didn't get the pink one. What color was it? Blue. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what happened to the good old red tricycle? <laughs> All right, little radio flyer. Yeah, oh, what happened to I that one? What happened? <laughs> I just wanted you to hear days. that story. Oh, yeah, no, I know. I can't believe that she did that to Very you. There's just so many I can't believe. Her, you, <laughs> me. All of it. <laughs> uh, what's the update with them? So, any closer to adopting them? So, the latest I've heard is that the court, since COVID, the court system's just been shut down completely. But there are certain cases that are don't have a lot of uh, obstacles in the way parents you know stuff like that that could be kind of in what you would call express court or something like that 
And so they said that there is an express type of court happening right now and that we would be in the queue to get in that thing. Any chance before 2021? <sighs> what are we, August, September? Um, I mean, maybe. Yeah. Is yeah. that what you want? Yes. Nice. Yes, that's exactly then what Then you want. won't call them foster kids. What would you, what would you call them then? Oh, my, my boys. Yeah? Just my kids. Yes. Because there would be no doubt at that point. Is that what you're looking forward to? Absolutely. Dang. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, it's amazing. Whoa. The Bob Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So home improvement stars Tim Allen and Richard Karn, they're reuniting for a new TV show called Assembly Required. So it's a home improvement part two. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's not. It's a reality show, and oh. they're giving builders like the spotlight and the opportunity to fix average things around a house, like whatever the problem is. But they have to actually make whatever they're fixing better than it was to begin with, oh. and then they pick a winner. Richard Carn mm-hmm. also after Home Improvement hosted Family Feud for a while. Is that Al? Hmm? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so, Al. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so, Tim. That was a great show. Back in my childhood, I loved Home Improvement. All right, what else? Okay, Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum has announced their reopening date. They closed down March 13th because of coronavirus, and they've been closed this entire time. So if you do plan on going, there's new guidelines. You got to wear a mask, temperature checks, touchless transactions, ticketless. And it just got me wondering about your stuff. Is it still there? No, my exhibit was up for one year. Well, I know, but didn't that... And then they sent it back to me. Okay, so you got it all back? Yeah. There's not some warehouse they have to keep it in? They asked if they could keep a couple of things. Because if you're new to the show, there was an exhibit about me in the Country Music Hall of Fame. And I I gave, I let them have some headphones, some Dancing with the Stars jacket, uh, an ACM, which I got back, not the one that's missing. (laughs) Just a lot of things. And they asked if they could keep some stuff, but I'm not sure what I let them keep. Maybe an old guitar I used to play or something. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's a great, if you're in Nashville and you can go, it's fantastic. Even if you don't love country music, if you just kind of like it, it's still really great. So yeah, check it out. What else? McDonald's is adding a new chicken nugget flavor for the first time since the item launched in 1983. They're coming out with a spicy chicken McNugget and it'll be in restaurants September 16th for a limited time. I've never heard of this, the chicken nugget having anything except a chicken nugget flavor. Yeah. Yep. The breaded coating is going to have cayenne and chili peppers in it, and then they're going to serve it with a mighty hot sauce. Ooh. Now, you had me at <laughs> hot sauce, but a mighty one? And then Holy while crap. you're there, something else they're adding to the menu is a, re, uh, a Chips Ahoy McFlurry. Come on. All right. So that would be kind of yummy if you want to check it out. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Petty officer Jana Kimber was returning home after being away for several months on deployment. And Florida deputies, they staged a fake traffic stop to surprise her kids with her homecoming. Mm. (laughs) Isn't that super cool? Yeah. Yeah. I guess um, it's just like a unique way. She thought of the idea, reached out to them, and she's driving through, listening to music with the kids, the dad is, and then they get stopped, and then boom, Kimber stepped out of the vehicle. Can you, I love those videos where people are surprised by their loved ones coming back. Yeah. Sometimes the ones I like, too, are like on football games. I'll look at the scoreboard, and there's a message from like the kid's dad and the husband. It's like, wish I could be there. You know, but for me, and then he's sneaking up behind them from behind. Yeah. And they're like, all right, well, we have something for you. If you turn around, they turn around and it's him. And it's like, Woo. 
Yeah. I know, this is like that, except for for a minute, the kids might be in shock because they think they're getting pulled They over. run. They're like, oh, crap, my warrants. And they take off. <laughs> all right, that's uh, awesome story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We have 90 seconds, guys, to guess the joke here. Come on. It's the investigative morning corny. Amy gives us a joke. We try to figure it out. Here we go, Amy. You ready? The morning corny. What do the big chimney say to the little chimney? What do the big chimney say to the little chimney? All right. Talk about smoking. Start. Smoky, right? Don't, you shouldn't smoke so much. Oh, good one. Good. Smoking stunts your growth. Smoking is it's bad got, for you. It's got to be a smoking thing. Say no to smoke. A lot mm. of these are the answer. They're good answers. The big chimney to the small chimney. Uh, uh, smoking's bad. <laughs> what? <laughs> smoking's bad. Uh, what can you say? Well, it's, but, it's like, I mean, they're chimneys. They have to smoke, right? Yeah. Uh, oh. But I mean, the, he's a little chimney. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Big ones. So say sm- it again. What did the big chimney say to the little chimney? Like you're too small to smoke. You're too young little. to smoke. Too young to smoke. You're too young. You're too. Yeah. Do you want to do you're too young to smoke? Yes. Okay. I think we'll we'll jump into this a little early. Come we on. feel good about you're too young to smoke? Yes. Early? Yes, come on. Well, we have 30 seconds left. Oh, okay. We can sit here and talk about, we'll check out the Bobbycast. <laughs> Tomorrow, Tracy Lawrence will be on my music podcast. We talk about the new songs, new releases every week. Uh, we always bring an artist on. Uh, Tracy Lawrence will be on. Uh, it's a really good conversation. So subscribe to the Bobbycast. Wherever you listen to your podcast, still 18 seconds. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> All right, Raymundo, hit it up. <laughs> the morning corny. What did the big chimney say to the little chimney? We're doing, you're too young to smoke. Mm-hmm. Well, you say what, and then I tell you the answer. What? You say what, and then I say, you're too young to smoke. Nice. There we go. There we go. You ready? Yeah. Clear your eyes. Full hearts can't lose. Nice. A couple voicemails here. Here is Marcy from Arkansas. There is a tea, and it's called throat coat. And it will definitely, it'll knock out whatever's going on with you. It's just really good. My family has used it for years. You're going to have to go to a health food store which I'm sure you do anyway, or Caitlin does, and that will make whatever's going on with you go away. I promise you, it seriously works. Take I've care. Used, God bless. I've used throat coat for years. This is just an allergy thing. Once a year, it hits me so hard, and I'm just trying to keep my voice at this point because I feel great. I, just, I got two corona tests today. I don't know. I took two of them accidentally instead of one. Oh, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Both are negative. <laughs> so uh, It'd be weird if one wasn't. I know. <laughs> so it's this allergy thing, and I'm supposed to go shoot this weekend too. So I'm just trying to preserve my voice as much as possible for the radio show and the TV show. But um, thank you for that. For other folks, throat coat may be a a wonderful thing for them. All right, here's another voicemail. Good morning, studio. Just heard the morning corny. Uh, I'm wondering when you guys are going to do the morning corny after dark. I couldn't believe how funny they were, and I've been telling those jokes ever since. I've never get to my 14-year-old son to laugh because they're all dad jokes. I told him those three jokes, and boy, did he laugh. All right. Have a good one. <laughs> we can do the morning corny after dark either tomorrow or Monday. Give Amy a little bit of time to prepare some of them. Yeah. I, give me until Monday. And we'll do it later in the show, too. Yeah. Because they're just slightly racy, corny jokes. Some I have to maybe rework to make them appropriate. And there's even a different setup, too. <laughs> like, this is the morning corny after dark setup. Yeah. 
And now the morning corny <laughs> after dark. <laughs> so we'll do that Prime Monday? Yeah. All right, all right. The world's most expensive peanut butter and jelly sandwich is 350 bucks at a restaurant in Chicago. Like, if you go buy this, you have to just be showing off, right? Of course. Or splitting it with a lot of friends. <laughs> you get one bite for like 60 bucks. <laughs> what in the world? A restaurant in Chicago is now selling the world's most expensive peanut butter and jelly sandwich, 350 bucks. The bread has edible gold baked in, mm. which just seems like a waste mm-hmm. yeah. of money and gold. Like, why... I don't know. You didn't get to taste it. And what makes it edible? And how do we know you're not lying? Right. I'm like, I can't prove there's no edible gold in that. Uh, that's first. It uses an expensive all-natural peanut butter, honey imported from New Zealand, and a red currant jam from France. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. Well, then let's spend away. It's because the flights cost so much to get that peanut butter over. <laughs> A restaurant in Chicago called PB&J, which is pizza, beer, and jukebox. Decided about adding this uh, this sandwich. Would you be, let's say it was 50 bucks. Would you be interested in it? just trying the novelty of a peanut butter jelly sandwich? supposed to be that good. If it was 50 bucks and I was splitting it with a bunch of friends, yes, I would like a bite. Because I would need to know what this hype is about. Yeah. The restaurant also sells regular peanut butter and jelly made on Wonder Bread with regular peanut butter and grape jelly for $5. Okay. I've never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because I don't like peanut butter. Mm. So, so I don't yeah. know what I'm missing out. The, the smell of peanut butter. Ugh. I've never had peanut butter. I've had it in cho- like a Reese's peanut butter cup, but it, that doesn't smell so bad. But peanut butter itself, no it's way. It's not like you're allergic to it or anything. You just don't like it. You just don't you like it. You know the um, the Smucker's Uncrustables we talk about sometimes? Yep. They, they actually make those Uncrustables with the crust. It's a whole piece of bread, and then they cut the crust off and send it away for animal feed. It's not like they make the bread without the... Fun fact. What does that have to do with the peanut butter? (laughs) It's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I don't know. I just read it, and it's in my head. It's a peanut butter... Is Uncrustable a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Yes. Yes, It's only... Okay, that's why I didn't get it. And Smucker's is a brand of peanut butter and jelly. Got it. But you don't need peanut butter, so you wouldn't know. (laughs) Thursday. Yeah. All right. Yesterday, Amy told us she wrecked a company car. Like Mazda, client gave Amy a car and said, hey, drive it around. If you like it, talk about it. Uh, and then she drove it around and wrecked it and talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what happened yesterday after the show? I have no idea. I know that Scuba Steve had a call maybe with the CEO of Mazda or something. <laughs> Scuba, what happened yesterday whenever you called about Amy's car wreck? So a few layers happened here. The first layer was I spoke to our national sales team and they were immediately laughing about the situation. They weren't too worried about it. It's a good sign. Oh, uh, and then so I sent them pictures so they could share it with Mazda. <laughs> and then Chris from Mazda reached out, and he had a few things to say. The first one was he heard the show yesterday. He thought it was funny. He wasn't too worried about it. He wanted to make sure that Amy was actually okay. He was more concerned about your he- your well-being than the car. That's okay. so kind. Look at Mazda just being yeah. amazing. Look at that customer service, checking on her health. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And they said that now they're having to work with the risk management department to see what the next oh. steps are. <laughs> right. But to assure you that you are still going to have the car, the Mazda CX-9, you won't have to pay anything out of pocket. It's more likely going to happen with insurance, whether our company insurance or their insurance. But there's a chance that you won't get it repaired while you have the car. You may have the damaged car the entire time. But don't you deserve that I badge do. of honor? It's okay. <laughs> I know. I deserve to drive around and people be like, whoa, that girl's steer clear. She may not know how to drive. Well, and I was driving out of the garage yesterday, and you had talked about how you'd run over this small pole and you didn't see it. It, it, it was taller than I than you led us to believe. Yeah, I, think, I told you yay high. Yeah. <laughs> 
but everything's good, Scuba? Everything is fine. She's okay. You don't, you're not going to lose your job or anything. Oh, man. Oh, Can you imagine was, they fire Amy for that? Well, <laughs> a national a I don't know. I mean, it was a very important, like, deal that I'm sure national sales worked out. And I was so nervous. And after it happened, it was just not already a great day. And I cried. And so to hear that they're so kind about it is amazing. Yeah, it's great. All right, let's go over. Uh, you guys leave us voicemails all the time, 877-77-BOBBY. Here's the first one. Morning, studio. I'm just calling to let you know I listen to you guys every day. Um, actually, I have an hour drive to work through a couple different cities, and I listen to you on two different radio stations, just know when to switch it over. Um, but listen to every day. Love the things you guys do. Thanks. Thank you. Also, if you go to iHeartRadio, we are on the iHeart Country channel. It's the big country channel. And so our show is on that. So you never have to actually switch if you're listening online. Does that make sense? Yeah. If you have your app, either going on your headphones or in your car, you can listen to iHeart Country the whole time. And we're on that all morning. Uh, here's another one. This is Carrie in California. Hey, Bobby. Um, morning, studio. My binging is based on what you guys are throwing at me. And Yellowstone, I'm seriously got through it like in three days. Should be working. Was working, watching it, procrastinating, working. Um, Eddie, get on it. It is freaking awesome. Love it. Love you guys. Bye. I'm on episode six of season three. Not feeling it so much. It will pick up. But you there's only four episodes left yet? of the whole season. Kaylin and I finished that episode last night and we were like, boy, this season is the worst season. I would agree. The other ones have been better, but it picks back up. Yeah. Okay. And Eddie, have you watched any other episodes? Yes, sir. Okay. I'm on episode four. Oh, I'm moving now. Do you like it now better than you thought? Ah, Bones, it's oh, come it's on. okay. Like we're watching it, and, and and in our minds, my wife and I, we after every episode, we look at each other, and go, people are saying it's good, so let's just keep sticking through it. I'm, right now, it's okay. Are you being a contrarian? Well, you know, you know when some when people hype stuff up, yeah. you know, you expect a lot, and maybe that's what's happening. But right right now, I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. All right, one more. Hey, I just want to say hi. Give a shout out to everybody on the show. You're great. I am a middle school principal and I'm about to pull my hair out to for the school year and everything changes. But the one thing that stays the same that I really look forward to on your show is the Friday morning dance party. I love it. Please don't ever stop it. Thank you so much. You got it. Tomorrow morning, it'll be back on. We do it every Friday. It's 6 a.m. Central, depending on where you are, and 8 a.m. Central. So it could be 7 and 9 if you're East Coast. Um, but yeah. Uh, tomorrow, the Friday morning dance party. It's basically just a bunch of songs that I picked that'll put you in a good mood. And DJ Minyo mixes them up. We do it twice a morning. I've been doing it for about 15 years at this point. So fun. And mixing all formats. It's a jam. We used to get in so much trouble for playing fun hip hop stuff on the country station years ago. Not anymore. We, I mean, other shows kind of do it now because we do it. But um, yeah, appreciate that call. Appreciate you letting us know. Don't you hate that feeling when you don't get any sleep? And you wake up and you're like, oh, crap, now I got to go and have a full day. You're just exhausted. Yes. And you know you tried to sleep and you don't even know how much you slept. You're like, I think I fell asleep. You ever have those mornings? Uh-huh. So I was reading a story and they say, here's how to actually make it through that, that day when you wake up and you feel like crap. Okay. So first of all, there's eat your breakfast. The first thing that you should do if you're not getting enough sleep, even if you usually skip it, or eat a smaller one. If you don't get sleep, you've got to add some sort of fuel. So within an hour of getting up, since you've probably been awake, eat a pretty healthy breakfast, like something with some real substance to it, because that will give you enough energy to at least get you going. Secondly, 
Is anything in your day when you're exhausted that if you have the most important things, do that first? If you have some coming at three o'clock, it's super important meeting. See if you can move it up because you're basically the science of it is you're going to peter out by the end of the day. Mm. So front load that early part of the day. And they say, if you can hide your cell phone until almost lunchtime because you only have a little bit of time of being productive. So the most you can put your phone away, the better. And then finally, don't drink a whole bunch of caffeine. Like you can drink a little bit, but don't drink because that'll actually make you not feel well. And it'll make you crash even harder. And you're going to crash anyway. But the whole article, the basis is if you don't get any sleep and you're going to be tired as crap, you basically got five hours in you. And this is how to tackle that five hours. I do all that pretty much. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no wonder you come in here like a rock star. I do have a, <laughs> a, this new caffeine tablet thing that I'm using. It's pretty good. You know, not the same thing as that tea, that that, that super caffeinated tea that people are going to the hospital with. Oh, yeah, yeah, But I do, I'm, I get a few more days in it. And if it's great, I'll let you know what it is. I want to make sure it goes through all the trials. You know, <laughs> stage one, stage two, it's got to go through the third trial. You know. How long is the trial? Like a week? Yeah, one week. I want to make sure that it's good on me for an entire week. I'm also testing out coronavirus vaccine on myself. (laughs) I got a few things I'm doing over here. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A restaurant owner in Iowa is feeding hundreds of people for free after that big old storm just took it down. The storm that hit the Midwest, we've talked about it on our show a little bit. A hundred miles an hour storm. It destroyed or severely damaged thousands of homes, schools, and businesses. And as the community continues to bounce back, barbecue restaurant owner Willie Fairley is using his grill at Willie Ray's Q Shack to provide his neighbors with at least 400 meals daily at no cost. He's provided at least 1,000 free grilled meals to the community, including ribs, chicken, burgers, hot dogs. And if you know this, this Willie Fairley or you see Willie Ray's Q Shack, you can throw a few bucks at him if you have it because he's obviously taking a lot of his money and giving it to folks, you know? Yeah, love it. So I just wanted to shout him out. thought it was a fantastic story of somebody that didn't have to, but has given back to the community that, that, that helps him survive. So a big shout out to Willie Fairley, and that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. So what's the big debate with your daughter and her wanting a TV in the bedroom? Oh, she says that her friends have them in their bedrooms. I guess they talk about it at school or something, and that she doesn't have one. So she said she's putting together a case to present to us. And I told her not to waste her time because she's not getting a TV in her room. Why are you so anti-TV? Well, I I just don't think that kids need a TV in their room. For a long time, I was anti-even my husband and I having a TV. And we but finally, then? Oh, then we got in and it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, she'll never leave. She would never leave her room. And I can't have that. I like her to come hang out with us or watch TV in the family room. As a family. Where she belongs. I just don't want her hold up in her room. And I didn't have a TV growing up. Okay, now we're getting to it, guys. Interesting. This is the root of it. You didn't have one, so she can't have one. Is that the root? Yes. Or is it me looking out for her not being holed up I in her room? You, you put rules on that just like you'd put rules on anything else. Okay. I think you should listen to her case, honestly. Well, I'll see what she puts together. She's quite convincing. We'll see. Eddie, your, your son have a TV in his room? No, but he has an iPad, so and you know he watches his movies or TV up there. So I don't see really see the difference as long as you put the rules in place. Like, hey, you have one hour of screen time in your room, whatever, wherever you want to watch it, and then you spend time with us. When is she going to present this to you? I'll have to ask her. She just said she was working on it. <laughs> okay, let us know next week. Okay, I'll give you an update. What's I mean, your husband think about it? 
Well, I haven't really asked his opinion. Oh, oh. <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> I, yeah, I kind of, I don't, I just thought the answer was no. And I thought y'all would be on my side. I, so I, I can't live without a TV in my room. So I've not, never, well, I didn't have a bedroom growing up ever. I, I slept in the living room on a couch and the TV was always on. So now I have to sleep with one. Right. And anytime I go anywhere so, for like work, my only, you know, ask is that there's a TV yeah. wherever I'm sleeping. If she gets a TV in her room, should I make her pay for it? You mean the actual TV or the cable builder, Grinch? I don't know. What are you know. talking about? <laughs> well, I don't know how to, I don't know how she just gets a TV in her room. Okay, I think that's great. She saves up and buys a TV. Okay. She probably has a bunch of money saved up anyway. She's the saver of the family. But if yeah, she, she does all that, can she watch it all day in the room? No. Oh. <laughs> Even if she pays for it, there's rules. All right, let us know the presentation. I will. There's a, a list. Are these celebrities over or under 40 years old? Okay. Okay. So I just turned 40. So they can be under, over, or right on 40. Okay? Okay. Kim Kardashian. Right on. Under, 39. My bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Channing Tatum, under, 40, or over? Over? He is 40 exactly. Oh. Beyonce. Over. Under. She's 38. <laughs> <laughs> Kali, she's accomplished so much. I just was going by her awesomeness. Ugh. Chris Evans. Over. Under, 39. Gosh. <laughs> okay. Chris right. Pratt. Right on. Over. He's 41. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. Over. 44. The only person you've ever I've seen you get psycho over. Is Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, well, but Taylor I... Swift, too, a long time ago. Yeah, like a forever Yeah, but you met her and then you took an art class to paint her a picture. Well, when I met her, I gave her the picture that I painted. And then she told you she had it in her tour bus and I was like, no, she don't. (laughs) (laughs) She said she knew right where she was going to hang it and that it was beautiful. She yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if she was doing a video now and you saw Amy's picture in the background of a Taylor <laughs> That would be post? crazy. Be yes, awesome. what are you, freak? <laughs> I uh, would. Jake Gyllenhaal. Over. Under, 39. Oh. All right, you didn't do very good. <laughs> There's a house in Iowa and a bunch of people were murdered in it and now you can go stay in it overnight. And we had a listener call and say, hey, I heard you talking about it. I did it. I didn't believe in ghosts and now I do. And I was like, really? All right, well, let's on Lunchbox. So... <laughs> What's the latest on this, Scuba Steve? So the latest is you were wanting a deadline of September 2nd on what we're going to do here. I was looking at the calendar. They have a lot of dates already filled up in September. But I was thinking it'd be more fun to do it in October because of Halloween and that kind of time of year. So we could do it, if it all works out, the 20th of October and then check out the 21st. Which is, a, which is a Tuesday through Wednesday. How do you feel about that, Lunchbox? Uh, terrified. Uh, I talked to my wife about it, and she has reservations about messing with um, the ghosts and spirits of dead people, especially because children were killed. And she's like, what if that means they follow you home, and then because you have children, they want to haunt your children? Well, why would you be messing with them? By going in there, and she she feels like you're going in there where they died, you know, where they were murdered, and you're saying, oh, I'm making a joke out of your murder. And I'm like, I, I she just wants to guarantee that I'm not going to be... Possessed. You got it. I guaranteed you will not be possessed. Oh, good. Yeah. There you go. We could probably get it in writing. Yeah, I can write that down for you, yeah. too. Write it in and, blood. And I'll sign it. <laughs> guaranteed. There's well, no way. There, there aren't ghosts in this house. There you, just, that caller called and said there were ghosts, that things were happening in that house. They took their own ball, she said. 
and it moved. Yeah. And you, well, okay, if that's the case, you don't have to go and make fun of the situation. You can go and be nice to them and it's, hang out and, like, and say hi. Form a bond, be like, I'm going to shut this place down for you guys. Like, just go and be yeah. buddies with them. Yeah, we're going to put it into this. <laughs> you got attacked by a ghost once. I did. When I was younger, my buddy that lived down the street, his house had a ghost in it. And I got up in the middle of the night one night to go to the bathroom. And I was walking down the hallway and the ghost pushed me in the closet and I couldn't get out. I had to yell for help and someone had to come open the closet door. And it got really cold in there. I'm telling you, the ghost pushed me in there. And we'd be there after school and then we would be sitting on the couch and we'd have the front door locked and it would unlock. No doubt about it. Ghost. You would see footprints on the stairs. Guys, ghosts are real deal. They will come and get you. Where else did the ghost touch you? No, the ghost didn't touch me. There was no touching. You said he touched, pushed you in the closet. He pushed me in the closet. And what had happened? And made you uncomfortable. Yeah. No, that's it. The ghost, I don't, the ghost wasn't in there with me. I couldn't get out though. Trust circle here, bud. I am telling you the truth. There was no touching besides the push into the closet. (laughs) (laughs) You got, see, you guys make fun of it. This is serious business. We're not making, we are a little. I'm just laughing. I also put him on a lie detector once. Oh. Yeah. And the lie detector came back that he was lying when about this. When he told this, this story? Yes. No. Do you remember that? Yeah. No, I don't. You, lie clear again. Clear as day. No. Yeah, yeah. Clear as day. That happened. I'm telling you. Okay, so we're looking at October 20th? Yes, correct. 20th through 21st. And what town is this near? This is in, uh, I can't pronounce it. I think it's Vasalia, Iowa. Yeah. Is it near Iowa City? Is it near? Uh, let me see. One of our markets there? I think it'll be fine. And, and we'll just, we'll drive up. Anybody going with you? I have no one to go with me. People have jobs. Like you I don't go I'm not alone. People, oh no, no, no. That's that the thing. Awesome. I'm not going alone. I'll, I'll take. <laughs> Can you live stream the whole thing? <laughs> I'll take M2 or. This Eddie. is your shot. It's to, near you Des Moines. Film it. This yeah. is your shot yeah. to Liska. get. You know, att- attract people to watch you on the internet if they think you're in this ghost house cool. alone. A lot of followers streaming it. Yeah. Except it'll be on the Bybone Show page, though. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I have no one to go with me. Okay. I mean, I can't be in a ghost house by myself. But we're committed, Scuba. Yeah. I mean, so that is a good point, though. Should we bring Morgan for social for, like, a live stream or a video? Morgan's shaking her head no. No. Okay. (laughs) Eddie does a video. Maybe Eddie goes and shoots a video. I'm good. I got to be here. I can't give them a guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. No, see, this is what I'm talking about. And I'm going to need a guarantee, too. Eddie thinks it's all funny. Morgan number two thinks it's all funny. Scuba, I tell you what, we could really be fine without you for a day. Yeah, but that's the, that's the thing, though. <laughs> I'm also like Lunchbox, but I, I'm rational with my thinking on the ghost thing, and I have had my experiences, and you, yep. I am not going anywhere Wait, near that freaking see? house. Wait, you think that the ghosts there are real? I don't think. I know that oh. these things are real. I've experienced my things, and I am, I am not going to do it. What thing have yeah, you experienced? Tell us. It's Scooby long Steve. stories, but living in San Francisco, there was a lot of deaths where I lived because the Great Fire and the earthquake in the 1906, and the building I lived in, I experienced many different things. That, that my wife now would not want to go to my apartment when we were dating in the beginning. I, I'm not doing it. I'm out. Wait, what? You couldn't pay me any amount of money to go to anything like this. Did a ghost put you in a closet, I was, too? No, I was. Ta- I got taken over by a ghost. I felt their emotions my entire drive to work. Okay. See, I got stories Hold upon on. stories. You <laughs> felt a ghost's emotions take you over? Yes. So I live in this apartment on Knob Hill. It's where the earthquake happened, the fire. Lots of people died. And one day I was leaving my apartment and I had this feeling that somebody was behind me the entire walk. And then as I got into my car, this emotion and energy took over me and I started crying the entire drive to work and I couldn't shake it until I got to work. 
Then that moment, as I opened the car door, it lifted and came right out of my soul. And I felt like I was basically the ca- the, the, the conduit to release the soul from my apartment. And, and, he and was it drinking. had to cry? Like, and why it, did no, it, it have to cry? No, it made me cry. I felt the emotions of whatever they were feeling with, whether it, it was the fire that killed them or whatever it was, but I felt all the emotions throughout that drive. And the... Plus many other things, like taking showers and feeling things and telling people to leave <laughs> me alone. That was buddy. <laughs> that was Harold, your, your, your utility guy. <laughs> I don't... I mean, I got all kinds of stories. Like, See, I just can't do it. It's amazing. Everybody volunteers me, but no one wants to go with me because now they're all scared, too. <laughs> That's crazy how this works. I'll, I'll drive with you there, but I won't go in the house. So what do you want? Do you, are you looking for a partner to go in the house? Oh, yeah, I need a partner in the house. What if we had a listener... Oh man, see, then that gets that gets weird. Is that creepier than the ghost? <laughs> that might be. You never know, because I mean, uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> okay. But right now, because we're still a few stages of the plan away. Yeah. Lunchbox will be spending the night in the house when? Uh, October twentieth through twenty first. I, I should lock it in right now so we don't lose the date. Yeah, lock it in. Is anyone get someone one of them on the phone next uh, week? Yeah, I can get the owner on. Yeah. Love to. Okay. Okay. There we go. Lunchbox. Ready to go. You good? No, I'm not good, guys. Like, do you hear this? Like, no one else is good. Eddie's scared to go. Morgan number two. They're all fun and games and laughing. And then let, let, go with me. No! I just don't want to ride for 10 hours yeah, in a like, car. Yeah, like, I'm not scared, oh, no, but I can't no, we're flying me up there. It, it'll take you just as long to get there. Oh, it's that's a, okay. Leave the flying to someone. Leave the driving to someone else. Or rent me a car service or a car driving. service. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We will uh, we'll, we'll check in with the owners of that house in the next few days. There's a new dating app that lets you find people to date that are either 20 years older than you or 20 years younger than you. A new app called 20 Dating just launched that's specifically for people looking to date someone two generations older. It only shows matches with at least two decades separation. You can bet it's all old dudes and all young girls, right? I mean, yeah. There might be a few older. But mostly, don't you think it's going to be old dudes? Yes. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, kind of a free-for-all. You just go and 20 years, boop, pick. There's a da- dating app for everything at this point. I did see the Hinge app commercial is pretty good because they're like, Hinge, we're the app that we don't want you to use anymore. It's a pretty cool commercial where they're like, find your person and delete us. Oh, nice. So much so that I remember the commercial. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's the one that you're on, Morgan? Yeah, I'm on that one and two others. But yeah, mainly that one. But Hinge <laughs> is the best, right? Hinge is the best one. At least most of the guys are looking for relationships. You're on Hinge, hold on, and Bumble. Mm-hmm. And Matt. No, not Matt. And Tinder. Tinder? Nope. Good. <laughs> not Tinder. <laughs> We'd Tinder's have to a talk bad there. one. <laughs> uh, let's see. Do I know of this one? Yes. Oh, the oh, one. Raya, the, yeah. the, the cool person one. Yeah. How's that one going? It doesn't work very well. There's not a lot of guys in Nashville. So like a lot of attractive men all around the world, but not here in Nashville. So it doesn't really help me. What's the update on that four person message you got from those four dudes that wanted to date you at the same time? Well, so I found out a few of our listeners messaged me because they happened to meet up with them, but they were here on a bachelor party. So they're not in Nashville anymore. Oh, so they were just looking. So they for... messaged you while they were in town. Yeah, like they matched with me while they were here. Yeah, and they're gone. They're all in Michigan, I think, is where they're from. But uh, a few people went uh, like on a date-ish with them. Um, but basically, what happened with them is that they had to choose one of the guys, and if that guy reciprocated, then they would all meet up. Is how they how they did it. Did those guys ever reach out to you? 
Nope, they never responded. But after I found out they weren't here in town anymore, I don't even think they're looking at. I think they created the profile just for when they were in town. Okay. So the update is you're not going out with four dudes now. Nope. I was looking forward to it, though. I was ready. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was on a way and brought it up yet. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know if you'd been out and you didn't like nope. any of them. Or? I, re- I responded and was like, hey, what's the deal here? Let's figure this out so we can go out together. And then, yeah, I found out that they're not here anymore. So, How are you dating now? Not really. I mean, do you do the the, the, the FaceTime date? Have I, you done that? You both get dinner and you eat at the same time. You get dressed up. <laughs> yeah, I've I've tried it once. I didn't wow, like it. Wow, really? It was very weird. I just it was. I I think FaceTime is really personal. So like having a, a FaceTime date is a little like too personal for a first date. But did y'all really eat? No, like we just had drinks and we kind of got to know each other. It lasted like 20 minutes. Okay. And then like you kind of go back to texting. You're like, bad connection. <laughs> <laughs> Run away. <laughs> Gotta go. So you both made a drink at your house. Yes. And then drank it while you talked. Yeah. It was it was bizarre. And where did you meet this guy? What app? Hinge. Yeah. And so what celebrity do you look like, though, if we had to picture someone? Because I like to visually picture. You oh, know, my gosh. Morgan hitting the FaceTime. <laughs> and then... Channing Tatum answers. A little, a little Zac Efron ish. Okay, would be the vibe I'd go, but definitely not Zac Efron. And why did it not work for you? It was just awkward. I don't know. I mean, just maybe it was because of it was on a virtual one, but like just the connection wasn't there, and it was kind of like you'd wait and wait for him to respond, and then you'd sit there, and then it. It just felt like more like an interview than like a genuine conversation. It's like when Anderson Cooper's talking to someone in Iraq. Oh, yeah. And there's that delay. <laughs> and they'd start talking over each other. And you're like, well, this whole thing's gone to crap. Mm-hmm. That's how your dates yeah, are Yeah, that's now. literally how it is. And you're not even thinking about meeting up with people in real life right now? I have gone on one date in real life. Wow. Six feet were apart. Were you both corona tested? <laughs> we were good. Everyone was good. He has to get like daily coronavirus tests for his job. So knew he was safe. I was like, cool. We're good. And we went and sat at a patio and had a drink. And how'd that go? It was good. But um, just different people. Wasn't going to work out moving forward. And what celebrity does he look like? Because <laughs> if Zac Efron didn't work out. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I did. You know, I actually thought about this. I don't think he looks like a celebrity, though. Because he's, he's a little bit shorter. Oh, that's is that well, a strike? So no, Cruz is not. Short. I, I'm five foot tall. I Go mean, ahead. guys can be like five, six, and they're still taller than me. Um... Gosh. Like blonde, brunette, blonde. Okay. Chris Hemsworth. We go right to like the best <laughs> looking person ever. All right, so, yeah. so still no luck, huh? No luck. All right. What's it going to take? I don't know. At this point, I mean, it's hard. People aren't really dating right now either, too, because nobody wants to go out of their bubbles, you know, and virtual dating is weird. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, well, I may just be single for another year, you know? All right. Well, keep us keep us updated. Always. All right. <laughs> uh, my voice is slowly slipping, so I got to go. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Yeah. Mr. Bobby Bones.